and welcome back to the Engage A podcast. Here to talk about the USC Trojans going into the 2023 season. Watch their spring stuff. They look really solid, man. I mean, obviously, they return Caleb Williams. Pretty productive last year. Won the Heisman. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, even with the running back room, and I mean, we'll get into a more deep dive of this. The wide receivers look really good. Offensive line, I mean, the starters look good, but, I mean, there's some questions at depth. I think they improve really well on the interior of the defensive line. Get a couple linebackers in the transfer portal that you think you could fill in there. A lot of DB talent. Some guys off the edge may not be too bad. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this team, let's take a look uh, at, first of all, the recruiting class and their transfers. Was the number eight in the composite, seven and overall, according to 24-7. Fourth transfer class. And, I mean, some of the freshmen that I got to see play in this game, Zachariah Branch, who I think is going to play at some points in the season. He's probably going to be a specialist mainly. Really fast, really dynamic. He got a lot of reps. He's definitely going to be the future of this USC offense, especially going into next season when they lose Caleb Williams and probably Malachi Nelson's at the helm. But, I mean, we'll see. There's a year from now. Maybe Jackson Arnold doesn't start at Oklahoma. And... And he comes over here and he's like, hey, I'm going to be be playing. Uh, <laughs> let's see about that. Malachi Nelson, uh, number five quarterback. He was a lot. He was two for a while behind uh, what's-his-face, Arch Manning. But, I mean, you got Nico Emilavea. Uh, what's the kid from Detroit King? Dante Moore. I mean, there's plenty of talented quarterbacks in this class. And when listening to this is a little bit off topic, but listening to a podcast about the 2024 uh, quarterback class, it's kind of like Dylan Raiola, and then it's kind of a little bit of a drop off. There's not as much like, I guess, upscale talent compared to this uh, recruiting cycle. But I mean, there's still other guys like Aaron Nolan and you know a bunch of guys. Uh, who's the Alabama? Is it Julian? It's Jalen something. I don't really follow recruiting too heavily until they end up at a school or in their senior years. And then, you know, it's signing day. Cause like about at that time, I mean, it's bowl season slash end of the road. And this is where you could do your research on some prospects. And then obviously when people early enroll, which a lot of these guys going to big schools do see him play in the spring, uh, Tacky Curtis. Uh, I don't know how much he played actually in the spring game. I wasn't really watching, but from what I hear, it's someone that they're very highly about and think that he could get into the mix in this upcoming fall. Quentin Joyner, uh, really good. I really liked his, uh, for a really young running back, <clears throat> he's very good at being patient. And, I mean, he's got very good speed. Coming out of Texas, should be in, should be interesting. Uh, I don't think there's any other guys worth mentioning out of the recruiting class that early enrolled. Some guys out of the transfer portal. I'm not going to scroll down. I have this written in my notes. Uh, Jaleel Muhammad, Dorian Singer, Mason Cobb, Marshawn Lloyd, Bear Alexander, Keon Bars, Anthony Lucas, and Roland Wallace. These are all guys that I think are going to have impact from what I'm hearing and what they showed in the spring game and what's been talked about. I think these are guys that are definitely going to get into the mix, especially with the interior uh, D-linemen of 
Anthony Lucas, Barrett Alexanders, and the guy from Arizona, which is, oh, what's his face? Keon Bars. Like, this team, they only needed one or two guys to really come in into this transfer class, and the fact that they got three is now they got more than enough uh, higher-end talent where, I mean, they're going to be able to rotate a lot more too, and it's great to have depth, especially, you know, the Pac-12 ranges with a lot of different uh, styles of football for sure, but, like, you got teams like Oregon State, and then you got teams like Washington. Very weird mix. Uh, Jamil Mohamed, he's going to be a guy that's definitely going to play. Dorian Singer was a standout at Arizona last year. I think he ended up being the leading receiver. He's probably going to be very good, probably playing the slot uh mason cobb was a guy that they really liked too uh from oklahoma state marshawn lloyd a very nice running back from south carolina as well and i mean yeah i mean we all know who barry alexander is because he was playing at georgia in that uh (laughs) that national title game that did not matter (laughs) after like the first three possessions uh yeah i mean i don't know much else to that get into uh losing losing production so i mean you keep caleb williams which was a lot of your offense i will say miller moss played in this game played in the spring game and so did malachi nelson a lot caleb williams played the first drive and then got cut loose and then he ended up having a really professional interview with the camera people or the not the camera people the commentators and i mean he's a leader man i mean he's gonna i think he's gonna have a very successful football career I don't know who you'd compare him to. He's really like, I don't know, he's a mix of a bunch of guys. He's very dynamic and he's elite. Uh, I think it was said that he had a uh, 54 uh, success rate in dropbacks, which is like pretty, like, damn near video game numbers. So there's that. They lose their running back last year, which, I mean, they lost him at the end of the season anyways. Travis Dye. It's really good, honestly. Like I, he was one of my favorite players to watch when watching USC last year. Uh pretty, just a pretty like good overall running back. wasn't like flashy in any sort of way, but he definitely was uh product, very productive for them. Uh they have Austin Jones returning, who played in all games last year. And I mean, I, like I said, they got Marshawn Lloyd, and then I think Joiner is going to be a guy that should be able to play in some in-game reps as well. Relic Brown. He's going to be a guy getting more of a receiving role. He'll probably play out of the slot. You lose Jordan Addison at receiving. You lose Kyle Ford. I don't know anyone else really noticeable mentioning that they lost that receiver. Obviously, you return Brennan Rice, Taj Washington, and Mario Williams. And then defensively, I think you lose Max Williams, lose to a loop do. And yeah, those are the main guys noticing. To a loop do at 13 and a half sacks last year. That's crazy. Uh, but, I mean, you got guys like Kalen Bullock returning, Shane Lee, Eric Gentry, which Eric Gentry, he's got a lot of injury concerns right now. Don't know when he's going to really play next. But, yeah, let's get into my thoughts about uh, the spring game. Uh, I think that the running back room is pretty solid. I thought the online played decent for sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it was tough because the quarterbacks of uh, – Malachi Nelson, and then Miller Moss, and then they threw some guy in there, which if we look at the roster, uh, Jake Jensen, who probably won't ever touch the field in his USC career. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you, but uh, 
yeah, I mean, they they showed their youth. That's the best way to put it. I mean, it, it's hard. I mean, I think Malachi Nelson can even be that guy, but he's got too much soft touch. Like he leaves the ball in there in the air for way too long. And all these defensive backs, I mean, it's more of a confidence booster than anything. We'll see when it comes to like. I mean, honestly, the USC football schedule is kind of a joke. Not a joke, but, like, not as competitive compared to it being in, like, what's going to be later in the season, the October-November range. But, I mean, I really like Zachariah Branch. He was a very highly touted recruit, five-star kid out of Bishop Gorman. He's very, I mean, the best comparison I've heard to him is Tyreek Hill. And, yeah, I mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Uh, Damani Jackson, who was a uh, kid when Lincoln was coming in, USC didn't have a lot of recruits, but he was a big get for them, and I think he's going to probably be that guy at corner. He's going to be the number one guy. He's very lengthy, 6'1", 190. Uh, Yeah, I mean, just thing I love about this is the receiving room that's returning. You got Brendan Rice, Mario Williams, and let's actually sort this by position. Talk about some of the guys returning. Uh, I'm just going to load, blah, 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 blah. All right, we want receiver. So, yeah, Zachariah Branch, Brendan Rice, Mario Williams, Michael Jackson, who played last year, Dorian Singer, who it's a huge get. Uh, if we want to look at his production from last year, just so you have a sense. Uh, Singer, here you go. Very good. Uh, listening to Arizona, I, I listened to something with Arizona, which probably won't get to sadly, just because Arizona is probably not going to be that big of a program. Even though uh, Jane Delora is a very entertaining quarterback. I mean, sixty-six receptions for a thousand yards, sixteen point seven yards per carry, or per reception. Sorry, not carry. And then six touchdowns. I mean, that's that's a lot, man. Like he's definitely Arizona football is definitely going to miss him. I don't know if they're going to have a player of that caliber to return or replace that but i mean he's a very solid receiver taj washington was good you got malachi lemon who's a freshman who's probably not gonna play he played with malachi nelson so maybe that'll be a duo for the future but yeah the, the this receiving room gonna be very good and very entertaining to watch for sure uh they have really brown he's also probably gonna be more in the receiving receiving room like quint Quentin Joyner, like Austin Jones, like Marshawn Lloyd. I think those are the three running backs that are going to be good. And returning to what I said, sorry about that. Uh, three running backs, probably going to be the guys. Obviously, you're going to have Caleb Williams play at quarterback, just looking at this. Uh, Dennis Lynch is probably going to be the guy doing the uh, field goal kicking. And then who's the transfer from Arizona State? Uh, punting wise here we go uh eddie i'm not gonna try to pronounce that last name best punter in the pac-12 last year he's probably gonna be able to do some kickoffs and stuff too so that'll be really interesting to watch uh the returning best returning offensive lineman is uh dust justin Dietrich. sorry about that my opinion uh linebacker wise in the interior mason cobbs a guy that i really like uh eric gentry obviously He's going to be a guy that uh, he was pretty impactful last year. One thing I will say is, and Shane Lee too, obviously. 
This team last year was not great at tackling. Like if you go watch their uh, conference championship game against Utah and you'll just see like Utah just had a highlight real filled day. And I mean, this team against better competition is they struggle with tackling for sure. I will say that the uh, defensive backs and we'll get into that. Some guys that stood out to me. They cover really well. They get a little physical at times, but I mean, it's just natural football and all. They're it's a younger group of defensive backs that are probably going to be playing, you know, second and third, second year guys a lot, decent amount of them. Uh I mean, it's a very talented group defense, like in terms of like recruiting rating wise. But they're going to be need to be a team that uh comes together. Luckily, it's going to probably be a top three offense again this year, according to all the power ratings and efficiency statistics. But uh, defensive line-wise, like I said, Keon Bars. Uh, do they have? Yeah, Keon Bars, Bear Alexander, who didn't play in the spring, so he technically transferred in late. And then Anthony Lucas uh, are for sure guys. And then did I have like Adam? It's a very basic listing. And then defense back-wise, you got Damani Jackson, Max Williams, Kalen Bullock, uh, Zion Branch, who's very young. And then uh, I liked uh young guy, Christian Pierce. He was flying around. He had a interception. He might have had two. Uh, and then uh, Sire, right? He was a guy also that was doing some stuff in the spring game. And then you got uh, Roland Wallace, who's probably going to be able to get in the mix of there. I mean, like I said, teams, uh, it's got talent everywhere. They're like these names that you hear when you hear – if you ever watch the USC game, like just remember the names that I'm saying. And, you know, you'll be able to uh, be like, oh, hey, yeah, it's the guy from the Gay J podcast. He told me about him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get into the USC football schedule. Uh, so they start out the year against San Jose State and then play Nevada the next week at home, play Stanford at home as well. And then they go on the road to Arizona State, on the road to Colorado play at home versus Arizona. They have a bye week in between that Stanford and Arizona State game as well. Play at Notre Dame. Here's here's where the schedule gets really tough. At Notre Dame, at home against Utah, at Cal, which is probably a break for them, and then at home versus Washington, at Oregon, and then at home at UCLA. What to expect? I think the first four games... Sorry about that. Uh, first four games, probably five. I mean, it depends what uh, Dion's doing with Col- with Colorado there, because that team is all over the place in terms of like you don't know what's gonna happen. So, and then Arizona. I mean, they're gonna be. I think they'll win against Arizona, but Arizona's definitely gonna be probably taking a little bit of a step in the right direction from what I've been seeing. Uh, Notre Dame's gonna be a really tough game. Also, probably a big year for Marcus Freeman now that's. Yeah, knock the rust off, or not the rust, but the butterflies off the first year. See what happens with uh, Notre Dame, play them, play Notre Dame. Utah's, I mean, they lost them twice last year. And, I mean, the USC wasn't very good before Lincoln Riley for a decent amount of years. We'll see what happens with that. Cal, I mean, it's probably going to be an easy win. Uh, Washington, that game's going to be probably, 
I think Washington's pro- I think USC's obviously the best team in the Pac-12. And then it's kind of a 2A, 2B thing. Honestly, I don't know, because Utah, Washington, and Oregon, like I think they're all on the same playing field, but I also think they could all be USC depending on how USC's defense performs and the offensive line. Oregon, going to be a really tough game. I mean, thing with these two guys, I mean, all three of these guys also have, or not guys, teams, have three returning quarterbacks in Cameron Rising, Michael Penix, and Bo Nix. But, I mean, USC also has Caleb Williams coming back too. So we'll see what happens there. And then UCLA, I don't know what to expect from UCLA if I'm going to be completely honest this season. Like, I think they're going to be a good team, and I I think I got to do a lot more research on them before I give them a uh, quality opinion of them. I don't know who they're going to play at quarterback. They got Colin Shiel from Kent State, and they got Dante Moore from Detroit King. Who knows who's going to play there? Uh, It's going to be going to be interesting and if they do win out, they'll play in the Pac-12 championship game where they'll probably lose to Utah anyways. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I expect probably 11-1 and one season. I think they'll have they'll slip up in one of these games for sure. You can't play the quality of opponents of Notre Dame, Utah, Washington, Oregon. And I mean, if they can do it, then they're going to be national championship favorites on every single sports betting site except for maybe Georgia because Georgia's probably going to roll through their schedule. But, I mean, last year in the Pac-12, and then you move to the Big Ten. See how it goes, man. All right. Thank you for listening. Catch you later.